Hey sis, welcome to Beyond the Military Podcast, where faith-led military women overcome burnout and create more balance. Just imagine having enough time to focus on your faith, family, and have more fun while still serving as a woman leader. In this podcast, you will walk away with the tools to help you navigate the busy life of a military woman, organize your mind, overcome overwhelm, create a prioritization playbook, and a balanced blueprint for integrating faith, family, and career yeses in that order. Hi, I'm Wendy Ray, woman of God, wife, mama of two, army veteran, and certified life coach. And I'm here to help you create a life of meaning outside of the military, a life of laughter, joy, and intentional free time. If you are ready to overcome burnout and create balance as a faith-led military woman, sis, this podcast is for you. So loosen up your laces and grab your coffee because it's time to step into freedom and peace. Hello, ladies, and welcome to episode 99. I hope that you're doing well. And if you're not, that's okay, too. That's what we're here for, especially during this month of mental health awareness. We aren't supposed to be feeling happy or excited the entire time or 100% of the time. There will be moments and situations and circumstances where negative feelings will come up based on how we're thinking of them and or based on just the nature of how we are as humans, right? If there has been a death in the family, clearly there's nothing that you can do to resist that negative emotion. Yes, there are temporary things, but at the end of the day, when you go through loss or you go through a situation where it's only okay for you to grieve, then that is a part of being human on this broken world. So again, whatever that may be, it could be a separation, a divorce. It could just be simply loneliness, right? Whatever that may look like for you. I want to offer you today to take a step back and just be okay with being and the negative emotion and allowing it. And again, going back to um, some of the episodes, if you haven't been tuning in um, this month and you're just joining us, highly recommend that you go to the episodes on um, the focus on this month on mental health and how do you really not only feel your emotions, but also are aware of possible indulgent emotions that you are not aware of. And so again, going back to episodes or starting off on episode 90, being intentional with your thinking, using the coaching model, and even, you know, all the way from 90, all the way until this most recent episode, which by the way, has to do a lot with today's topic on, you know, not necessarily how do we talk to our kids about um, God's word, but most um, importantly, how do we share his word with our kids? And so again, this, this week has been kind of more on, you know, encouraging, um, ourselves as moms, as parents to be open and be okay with communicating and opening up that door of the necessary conversations that we need to have with our children, regardless of what age they are. Because when I tell you kids are beyond, um, smart, they're, they're wise, they're intelligent, they are the ones that are going to help us and continue to encourage us to stay focused on what we want um, at, you know, as, as a result of us talking to them and communicating to them on that topic. And if you didn't catch last week's or not last week, the previous episode, 
the one that released on Monday, highly recommend that you do when it comes to how do we speak or how do we talk to our kids about mental health. And the reason I wanted to start with that one is because I wanted to also then focus on how do we then work with the information that we have based on what our kids are telling us or even asking us, giving us feedback on how they're feeling, what's going on through their mind or what happens when they are faced with a situation, you know, how do they, you know, react, respond to their emotions, to their negative emotions, especially, right? And so when we have that in mind, when we have that information, we can then use it and really implement it in a, in a way where we can now bring that to God, bring that anxiety, bring that low self-esteem, bring that insecurity, bring that jealousy, bring that whatever, um, you know, self-doubt, confusion that they may be going through, at a young age, right? Because as I mentioned in the previous episode, this is the time that I think our kids need it the most. Not only the conversations about mental health, but the conversations on how we can lean in to God and seek God and really stay focused on God's word so that we can then not only help them and and provide them with the tools, but also allow them to open that door and open their heart and minds to our father, to our heavenly father. So I encourage you today to stay encouraged, even when, or even if your kids are little, or even when you think you're not equipped, because that's honestly how I felt. I felt as if one, I was not prepared. I'm like, I don't have all the tools that I need and the knowledge and the experience about, you know, talking and sharing about God's word, but I don't know how to pray, right? I'm not like the most perfect and you know, greatest prayer um, warrior out there. But I will say I know enough and have done enough praying to really share that with my kids. And let me tell you, it's hard. It's hard because one, um, if you don't know me, I don't think um, I would ever sign up to be a teacher (laughs) just because it's not a part of my, my own nature. Yes, I love to teach adults. I love to teach others that I work with, um, (laughs) um, and, and really been, you know, I, I love doing that, but not in a, in a, you know, little human area. And so I've always considered myself the most impatient person because I am, but I know I've gotten better. And honestly, you guys, when I tell you it's the most amazing, um, what is it that I'm looking for here? It, it's, it just feels so good to be able to share something with a little one, and especially when they're your kids. But not only that, but, you know, to get the feedback of, you know, how much they are learning and how much they're getting out of it is really all that matters at that point. And so, again, I want to encourage you to help your kids and share with your kids on how they can get close to God's word as well and how they can begin to learn and really start implementing the the small steps, the small um, steps and tools for them to really begin not only in their faith journey and their, you know, building their faith, but also to question things that will help them um, not only get the answer from um, get the answer from, uh, maybe the, um, stuff that they've been wondering about, but also helping them in a way where 
now they know where to go, right? Without having to uh, believe everything that they read, that they hear. And so being able to do that and equip them the best way possible is everything. And when I tell you that this has changed, um, not only my relationship with God, but my relationship with my kids and, you know, how they are being impacted through this and how they see it through their own lens. It's really just, you know, giving me, it's giving me so much hope for, you know, what's to come. And not only, you know, to, um, eventually, you know, guide them to Christ, guide them to Jesus, guide them to God, but really to show them at an early age that they can incorporate this in their lives, no matter how old they are. And so again, I am just so happy to share this with you. And as always, I want to start off with kind of giving you the why, right? Like why this is necessary and why we want to be able to do this in, in coming from a, a place of not necessarily having, but wanting to, and also from a place of responsibility, because when I can't remember where I heard this, it had to be in a podcast, but I just remember, um, just writing down the verse and going back and actually looking it up again. And because I, I didn't know this was available. And as you may know, I love to look up things. I, love to keep searching and looking and digging deeper so that I can know more on that specific topic or um, conversation. And so what I heard was um, this verse, and this is in Proverbs, Proverbs 22, verse six, and it's train children in the way they should go when they grow old, they won't depart from it. So if you train children in the way they should go, even when they grow, when they um, get older, they won't depart from it. Because it's kind of like once you know something and you are trained to do something, there's no matter how long it goes or how how many years on the line, as you get older, you won't depart from it, right? It's kind of like when I always tell people that... Once you are in the military and you're in active duty for however many number of years, you will not be able to let go of certain customs that you've learned, right? Like you will always have this um, military structure or this um, thing that you have gained from, you have learned from, right? And I think that it's one of those things where you can't go back, right? Like we've, we've trained ourselves to, you know, be a certain way. Yes, of course you can grow and get better at it. But, you know, when you look at it this way and, and as a mom, right, for all my mamas out there or parents out there, you know that even when you, um, you know, as, as an adult, when you're now a parent, you sometimes go back and you think about how your parents raised you, there's always something that sticks with you. At least for me, it has. Like there are certain things that my dad instilled in me, my mom instilled in me that I cannot let go of <laughs> as much as I try. And so again, being able to do that in a way where, you know, God has commanded us to train children in the way they should go. When they grow old, they won't depart from it. And so like, to me, that was so meaningful. And I think that that was really the, 
the, the, the time where I was like, okay, Wendy, you really just have to do this. You have to trust God. You have to trust him that he's giving you all the tools already. And he has given you the authority to do this. And so there's no right way to do this. And you just have to start, you just have to go and you get after it because that's another thing that I learned in the military. You just go and you get after it. Like there's no excuse. There is nothing else. You just go like you have no instruction, but you just have to go. Right. So again, being able to do that, it, you know, from a lens of, you know, one, of course you care about your child, your children, but also understanding that not knowing where to begin is not a good reason for you to wait to share God's word, God's glory with your children. And trust me, it's hard. I know, I know that it's not something that you're like, oh yeah, I have plenty of time to do. Like, oh yeah, I work 14 hours a day and I have to cook dinner and I have to do laundry and I have to, you know, help them with homework. And oh, by the way, now you want me to also share the word, which by the way, is not an easy thing to do because it doesn't come second nature to us. But at the end of the day, that's still something that we can take responsibility on as a mother and most importantly as a daughter of the king and so again i get it we don't have quote unquote enough time or the time is um limited right but i want to offer you to just think for a moment that you can make time that there can be time for you to incorporate this even if it's 10 minutes a week even if it's 15 20 minutes a week that you focus on throughout the week. It doesn't have to be in one sitting. You can do 10 minutes on one day, 10 minutes on another day. It doesn't have to be the weekday. It could be the weekend. It doesn't have to be the morning. It could be the evening. Whatever will work for you, but I promise you, you can squeeze in that time. How do I know? Because I also do know that there are other things that we unconsciously do, like social media, gossip, call this individual that we probably had no business calling just because we feel like There's something that we need to distract ourselves with. Anywho, today I want to encourage you to really take a moment to follow these three steps and how you can begin encouraging your kids, regardless of what age they are, regardless of, you know, where they are, um, you know, in their journey with uh, what they have going on, possibly maybe, you know, at school, maybe with their anxiety, I mean, again, if you've listened to last week's message episode, these are the kind of things that we want to start asking our our children, especially if they're like in grade school. These things are coming up. I mean, they have so many things out there that are not only taking their, their distraction away from what really matters, but also they need our help. They need our guidance on how we can get them to where it's going to serve them, right? So again, I encourage you and really challenge you to take a moment and go over these three steps. And even if you don't start today or tomorrow or when this episode releases, I want you to just take a moment and pray about it. Have this conversation with God and really, you know, ask him for wisdom, ask him, ask the Holy Spirit to guide you, to give you the courage, to give you the strength, to give you the time and opportunity to do this. And I get it. You may be in training for the next 30 days. You may be deployed, but I promise you when there's a will, there's a way, right? And especially when you seek God and you ask him for help. And this is so, so important. And I'll, and I'll share this at the end on why, 
you know, and how it's affected not only my kids, but also my own like parenting way. And again, I went into this and, you know, as, as unprepared as possible, because again, I just, I just felt the nudge. I felt as if, you know, I didn't do this because, you know, I preach this to my clients and I, you know, coach them on this on, you know, you don't have to have a hundred percent of the information in order for you to start taking those steps. You can provide B minus work instead of A plus work because you will never get started if you're waiting on that perfect moment or that perfect, um, what is it, um, you know, outcome because it's not going to happen. And so I encourage you today to follow these three steps. And the first step is to one, be intentional from the very beginning to set time to share God's word to involve your children in building this relationship with God. And so here's the thing. It sounds good. Sounds better than what it is. And, you know, taking action and sounds great, right? Sounds uh, better said than done. It's pretty much what I'm trying to say here. But here's the thing. Here's what I suggest you do when I mean being intentional with your time. One, you have to establish honest and realistic time blocks. So, If you know you don't get home until 6 p.m. every single day to include Fridays and you know that Saturdays you have a a certain, you know, agenda, you take the kids to sports or whatever, you have staff duty, whatever is coming up for you. You know very well that you are not going to implement 20 minutes at 7 p.m. on a weekday or better yet on a weekend. So being realistic from the get go and honest with yourself is very important when you're setting this intentional time. And another thing I want to add to this is that you want to be able to be intentional with really understanding what it's going to take from your child, right? So you may think, oh, I will be able to, you know, block 20 minutes of, you know, time on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m., but you kind of did forget that your kids on a Saturday morning do not want to do anything that involves, um, their brains don't want to do anything that requires effort. So at the end of the day, you're going to have to really meet them where they are, right? So those, whatever it may take you to, um, you know, to, let's just say an example is to read a verse, or provided the story of the very beginning of the Bible, chapter one. You may want to be realistic and know that it's not going to take you five minutes to go over a certain verse. It may take you three times the time, right? So being really honest with yourself when it comes to the time block, because you know that this may be the first time or Maybe you've tried it before and it hasn't worked and maybe now you're, you're doing it again, right? And so now you're like, okay, maybe this is really not going to work and I just really need to get myself together here. Okay, so being okay with time that is realistic. So if it's 10 minutes on Saturday, it's 10 minutes. That's it. I don't need you going over 15. I don't need you being a high overachiever and aiming for 30 because, again, I want you to be honest and realistic with yourself. Step number two, planning, right? So 
we kind of initially touched on that on step number one, but this is what I mean about planning. And this is kind of like the, where the whole coaching and knowing and managing our brain comes into play. So prior to you actually, um, starting this time, right? So like, let's just say you do this on Saturdays at 9am. You need to get mentally prepared by that, I mean, you do a prayer, <laughs> you journal, you make sure you have everything ready before nine o'clock. And then I want you to plan something fun. Your, our brains, especially kids' brains, but brains in general, we want to do new things. It's that simple. We want new, our brain loves new. Think about it. Anything that is, you know, drop in or it's new, you're like, oh, I'm all over it. I want that. And it needs to be fun. I don't care how old your kids are. Even as adults, we want fun events. We want fun, engaging events. And especially knowing your kids, right? And that's one of the things too that I always encourage you to, you know, whatever activity you want to do, you want to really know what your kids like and what they don't like. Like, I know my, my kids really well. Like, my daughter, she loves anything to do with crafty, cutting, coloring, anything that looks pretty. My son, he just wants to be destructive, and he just wants to move his body and not be still at all whatsoever. So, again, you get to come up with these activities ahead of time, right, before the actual Saturday at 9 a.m., not during that time, to put these things in place. And remember, our brain loves stories. Our brain loves stories. So maybe starting off with the video, maybe starting off with, you know, a story, a devotional that is very simple to communicate on your first session, during your first session. Again, this doesn't have to be perfect. So anything, the video may be a five minute video and you've allotted 10 minutes, five minutes, six minutes to get through the video. The rest of the time, you're just curious. You sit back and you're like, hey, what, what stood out to you? Or what can you share? Or what did you learn? Or like, what was cool about this video? Or what was nice? Or what did you learn? Or what did you think? Or what did you expect or not expect, right? So, and trust me, they will be engaged with video 100%. Unless, again, you have a son and they love to just do things just because and not be within their own area, <laughs> then of course it's going to be more difficult. But I want to offer you too, when you're planning, not only planning what actual content you're going to provide, but really how you're going to deliver it, right? Like how you're going to present it. And again, depending on how old your kids are, like my kids are 10 and seven, soon to be eight. I can communicate with them a lot easier than if they were three and four years old or three and five years old. So again, and also knowing them, right? Knowing what they like and what they don't like. I don't expect my son to be super excited about coloring Adam and Eve if he doesn't like coloring and vice versa with my daughter. She loves to just do pretty things. (laughs) She likes to make everything pretty. And so again, That is what planning consists of. And again, it could be through prayer. You can literally just write down a prayer. You can literally just 
write down what a prayer is. Like, what is a prayer? Like, what does it mean? You can sing worship music. If there's a hymn that you remember growing up to, play that one. Oh, let me share with you. It could just be as like authentic and easy as, hey guys, I just want to share with y'all a worship video that I used to listen to when I was little. And, you know, they're like, you know, depending on the video, a lot of like the things that I share with my kids that I used to watch, like, for example, um, the Power Rangers, like the video, the, the quality of it now is terrible compared um, to, I mean, the, the quality that I used to watch it in is terrible compared to the quality that is available now. So they're always like laughing and making fun of, you know, the poor quality that I had to experience and my husband while you know now they get on like this 4k hd i don't even know what it is but it's nice and clear and it's pretty and so on and so forth and so again doing things like that just i don't know where and i mean letting them know of course that you guys are going to get together for some quiet time and we're going to talk about you know a little bit about you know how god has showed up for you or in a way where you want to present this as hey we're gonna learn we're going to do and we're going to just talk about it that's it's simple as simple as that but you need to plan this ahead of time and the last step is committing to the time you allotted and here's the hard part not expecting it to be perfect that's where a lot of us kind of fall through the cracks we're like oh yeah i can do 10 minutes but then you're at minute 10 and you haven't gotten through what you wanted to get through. And now you're discouraged, disappointed. You know, your son didn't pay attention. Your daughter was not having it. And now you're discouraged. And the next week it doesn't happen again. Or whenever the next time would was going to be. And here's the thing. Kids are not going to be involved 100% of the time. And again, all my respect to all the teachers out there. I don't know how y'all do it. But I will say that there is a way for you to keep them engaged and involved. You just have to figure it out. And it comes along, um, and it comes when you are doing this many times. Not just the first time, not just week three, not just week eight, but like you in it for like the 20th time. And trust me when I tell you, the very first couple of times is going to be tough because Again, you're going to focus on you. You're going to focus on how you're teaching it, how you're, um, you know, praying. Maybe you stuttered. Maybe you skipped the word. Maybe you weren't fully ready. Maybe your kids were laughing during prayer. Maybe they thought it was funny, whatever. But at the end of the day, you have to remember these are kids. These are tiny humans that are still trying to figure it out as well. So again, you managing your mind ahead of time is definitely crucial, but Again, step number three, committing to the allotted time only and not expecting it to be perfect is definitely key. And oh, by the way, kids like routine. You may not think they do, but they do. Trust me, I get this all the time. When it's time for me to get out of my office in the evening, they're like, mom, what are you doing in there? I guess you're done with work. And I'm like, I know, but I'm doing something else. <laughs> and they're like, no, like we need you out here. We need you to get involved because they know the times. They know the routine, like what happens. Like we start talking, oh, how was school and how was this? Did you do your homework? And they like to check things off the block too. Trust me. So again, being okay with it not being 
100% perfect. So going back to understanding that, yes, it's something that we are going to eventually have to add to our routine, weekly routine or battle rhythm, whatever you want to call it. But knowing that it comes from a place of responsibility as a mom and most importantly, as a daughter of the king, as a follower of Jesus Christ. Because when I tell you that this is something that obviously you're not going to test them for it. You're like, oh, this is I'm going to test you at the end of the year or (laughs) anything like that. That's that's not the point. The point here is to show them that the only way we can get through our day to day lives, our day to day circumstances is through prayer, is through coming to God, is through getting into his word and digging into the truth. Because here's another thing. Kids will question everything, in which is a good thing, right? It could be a good thing and a bad thing. I mean, I still remember when they first asked me, well, who created God? I mean, again, within the first weeks of us talking about the creation. I mean, our creator creating everything. And so it's like they're so full of curiosity and they're like but if god created everything then who created god and i'm just like oh lord here we go again but then it took time months actually for me to go back and talk to them and share with them that that is the whole purpose of god being god he is separate he is completely separate from his creation so he doesn't need to be created because he is the creator and so from them, with them knowing that and understanding that he created us according to his image, then no one can tell them any differently, right? Like they know that God created them. God created them even before they were born, like everything, even before they were in the womb. So them understanding that, and, and I mean, you you would be surprised at the way that they will then, you know, have a conversation with you when it comes to the fruit of the spirit. That was something that we went over recently. And I can't remember how we kind of got into that, but I think it started with me with patience, um, them off offering them that that is something that's the fruit of the spirit that is only provided by God. And so again, they are going to, always remind me that patience is a fruit of the spirit, that joy, that love is a fruit of the spirit. Whenever I, you know, get a little upset when I'm driving and somebody cuts me off or I'm like, oh, great. Thank you for doing this. Or they know that I'm like angry. They're like, mommy, just remember, we need to have grace. You know, And it's just like, oh my gosh, like I'm just so grateful and so blessed that, you know, God has really encouraged me and allowed the Holy Spirit to, you know, push me into something that was really scary at first. And now it's become fun. It's become our thing that we do on Saturdays or or Sundays, depending on what we have on our agenda. But we're always praying. We pray in the morning. We pray in the evening. We pray throughout the day. We're like, Lord, please help us. Because we know that it's going to be hard. And This is exactly why, again, our conversations with them about, you know, what's going on at school or, um, you know, why do you feel jealous or or why did you think you react this way? You know, looking at their behavior and talking to them and having these conversations about, listen, 
We're going to get anxious when there are tests. We're going to get anxious when we don't know. But the whole point here is that that is the time when we come to God and we want to encourage them at a young age. We want to be able to help them learn that this is the only way. We can't do it alone. We can't do it out of our own physical strength. We have to seek our Lord and Savior. And so, again, I encourage you today to follow these three steps. They're very simple. Very simple. And if you have to listen to this episode again, I again, do it. But it really starts with you being intentional. Step number one, with the time that you're setting to share God's word. Two, planning. Actually taking the time to get creative on the new things that you're going to present, either through prayer, through stories, through video. And here's the thing, too, with step number two. You want to kind of inform them that there's something new the next week, right? Maybe it's a a whole new setup. Maybe now you're not watching a video. You're going to do an activity. But I can't tell you the activity just yet. I just want you to know that it's going to be fun or it's going to involve this. And we're going to learn about what happens after Eve eats the apple. You know, like we're going to go there. And now they're like, oh, Hmm, I wonder what's next. I can't wait. We do this all the time. Marketing, that's how it works. They'll tell you, oh, it's going to drop on the 1st of June. And they'll give you like a little sneak peek. And now you're hooked. Our brains work that way. And then three, committing to the time allotted. And don't expect it to be perfect. It's that simple. It's that simple. Each child is going to be different. I promise. And it's okay if you don't get it right the first time. It's completely okay. And it doesn't have to be perfect. Again, it does not have to be perfect for all of y'all my uh, perfectionists out there. It doesn't have to be, you know, school format. It could just be a conversation that you guys are having. And I promise you, God is good. He is faithful. He is going to help you. But you have to ask him. You have to go to him. You have to seek him. And what a beautiful way to show your kids because you are doing it, right? Like in a way where you're not just telling them and teaching them, you're actually showing them. And it's so beautiful. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Like when I tell you that there's nothing more joyful or anything in this world that brings me joy than to hear my kids you know, glorify God and pray and remind me that we need to pray. It's just, I'm trying not to completely, you know, um, cry here, but it's the most beautiful thing ever. Um, and when I tell you that it's not because of, you know, me applauding, you know, my planning and great job, Wendy, for setting time, but it's really just, this moment of like gratitude, gratitude for allowing God to get me where I never thought I would be in this journey and this walk with him and allowing myself and allowing my kids to be present with, with him and get to learn about him at an early age because we cannot love anything. We cannot love God if we do not know about him, if we do not learn about him. So how can we expect our kids to come closer to God if they do not know him? And you cannot know someone without, um, you know, researching, 
spending time with that person, right? Just think about your relationship with your, with your husband or with a loved one. You wouldn't love them unless you know them. You spend time with them. And that's exactly what I'm offering here. You allowing your kids to spend time with them, even when you think that they're not engaged, even when you may be thinking, oh yeah, they're definitely not going to pray if, you know, this is happening at school or they may not tell me, but I promise you that they will. God is so good, y'all. So I hope that this episode has blessed you. I pray that you follow these three steps and listen, it doesn't have to be these three steps. It could be just try it out. It could be any way that comes to you, but this is what worked for us. This is what worked for me. And being that a lot of this or the similar things that we want have a very similar process. And this is really it, right? Like actually taking the time is step one. Like you telling yourself that you will make time is step number one, planning and committing, which pretty much is the follow through without expecting it to be perfect because we don't want you to get disappointed at the very beginning. Because if you do, there's a 99% chance that you're not going to do it again. And that's not the goal here. The goal is to keep going no matter what. All right, ladies, I hope that this episode blessed you. And I pray that you have an amazing experience following through with this and that you enjoy the rest of your week. All right. Bye. Hey lady, if this podcast helped you, challenged you, or inspired you in some way, please leave me a written review for the show on Apple Podcasts and share it with another military sister. Helping you integrate balance, prioritization, and growth in your relationship with God is my ultimate calling. I'm so blessed that you are here. And please join us in the faith-led military women community on Facebook at bit.ly forward slash beyond the military GRP. Again, it is bit.ly beyond the military GRP. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.